It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's, What's up? up? What's, What's up? up? What's up? I try to delay it so I can do it with you guys. Hi! Welcome into episode number 20 of Jobbing Out. You're never going to get it. I'm going to tell you a story here in a minute. Um, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and... The main event. Yeah! Hey. That's our guy, AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank. Gonna run it back. <laughs> gotta run it back. Gotta run it back, man. That's just the way it goes. You gotta run it back. Yeah, how about that? Tyreek Hill posts the song that I made for the Chiefs for a Super Bowl. Twenty-four hours later, hundred thirty thousand views. That's Boom! Not bad. That's pretty. That's okay. That's an okay number. I've heard that's good. Oh man. Uh, yeah, he's back because it's Royal Rumble week. We got uh, stuff to do. Um, can I can I just tell you guys a really quick story before that? Yeah, so, I guess. And then so. afterwards, we got to do the bit where you got to block out what I say. Oh I just, right, yeah, we got to oh. do that. Damn it. Yeah, I'm sure you're gonna tell us amazing <laughs> things. So on um on Tuesday morning of this week at like 5 a.m., I looked over at my phone and I had a message from Twitter, and I'm groggy and I'm like, what the hell? Why would Twitter be messaging me? It was to let me know that my uh, Twitter account had been suspended. What? I said, "What the <laughs> f? What the hell? Why? Why would my Twitter account have been suspended?" But it says, "Just you know, click remove, and you can have your account reactive." I was like, "All right." So oh. I, I just I just clicked remove, right? That's all I did. I just clicked remove, and then I went back to bed. I woke up again at eight a.m. Like, did I did I dream all of this? But no, sure enough, my my Twitter account was was really suspended. So then I was like, "I." I don't even know what happened. I need to go back and figure it out. So I reached out to Twitter. I tried to appeal the whole thing. And, and, and whatever, it is what it is. They were like, no, 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 you've been suspended. So I finally followed up and said, could you... I, I was asleep when I did all of this. Can you tell me what it is that I got suspended for? And I got suspended 20 hours by Twitter for sending <laughs> the following tweet. And I'm verbatim because I don't remember the exact wording of it. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking and it, I see a tweet that is no longer available yeah. because of its yeah. violation. There's a tweet that's no longer available. It said, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Having R-Truth on the list that has to qualify instead of just being declaring should be a fireable offense for Adam Pierce or he should be executed. <laughs> <laughs> I was suspended. Twitter took you, Twitter took you super seriously. They you took can't me execute people anymore on Twitter, and, Glenn. And that's the thing. I I can't even really be mad. <laughs> like, like I get it. You know, obviously, I'm not really intending to execute Adam Pierce. Can we please make that very clear? Uh, Here was my reaction to you reading the tweet. What? 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 Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And there it is. Yeah, I don't think I even wrote it in that wording. I just wanted to build the drama over the course of the tweet. But it's essential I said it should he should be fired or perhaps executed <laughs> for having our truth on the wrong list. And I got 
I got sent to Twitter jail for it. And so you know I've what? Been... That's a good reason to be sent to Twitter jail I mean, if you're going to do it. And the funny thing, too, is that like, I didn't know. So I did like my entire show Tuesday morning, and I wasn't able to tweet during it or anything like that. And I'm talking about it on the air. I'm like, I don't know what the reason is. I finally found out. I don't know. We're taping this at 3 o'clock. I think I found out 20 minutes ago what it was. And I, I peed myself. I'm like, no. <laughs> that's the tweet? Like, that's the one? Oh, damn it. So, um, yeah, that was a funny story that occurred. 20 hours, that's the reason why it's episode number 20. You got uh, suspended for uh, making sure to keep R-Truth's honor. I just, I felt like I was fighting. I was the man who would fight for the right. Like, I was the white knight that was coming in. And much like the white knight uh, in Die Hard, I ended up being taken out because of it. That's the way that it works. All right, uh, AJ. Did you, uh, you guys ready? You ready to have to block something? Out I mean, this is my this is my favorite bit. I always love every bit that requires me to do much more work after the show is over. I love that. That's tremendous. What have you been up to recently, AJ? Oh, okay. Well, um, <laughs> last week I shot for the with and um, I even got to see in. That he and uh, I went to house and shot him. And today, after having a at the, I got to work out with. All right, so I just want to re- shut up. I want to. I want to re. I want to recap what just was said for everybody that didn't hear it. He said, uh, uh, "I went to boot house to do boot, and then after I had a boot at the boot." I got to work out with boop. Just if you missed any of that, that was yeah. what was that was what was just said by AJ. <laughs> by the way, that last part sounds amazing. It <laughs> that's was. really that's really cool. Um, it was. Hold he, on, hold on. You guys can't. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you guys something in the group chat, but you can react, but just don't say anything. All right, of course. Okay. Of course. Here we go. Great, and, great radio. Uh, I actually love this bit. Actually, it's, it's, it's a great it's, bit. It's I'm, a really I'm just talking about bit. the silence while we wait for the text. Oh, no. It's no. <laughs> you think it's the worst radio we've done? Oh, I shit. I say it was the worst. Nice. Wow, that's really cool, man. That's really cool, dude. Uh, yeah. is, is is he, like, is that why? I, like, I know that he did. Oh, God, I can't. What can I even you say? You can't right? ask. Yeah, you can't. <sighs> God damn it. Now we can pause. You edit that out, don't worry. Yeah, I know I will. Son of a bitch. But starting with this. But the answer to the question you just edited out, Glenn, is yes. All right, cool. Great. Now we can we can follow up that on that in zero no, ways. I, I have a question I can ask can without you? ruining anything. AJ, will anything come from this? And you know what I mean. Uh, Yes, but probably not with me. Oh. That's a bit real shame. That's a real shame. Real shame. Well, I mean, it's I mean, it's cool for other people, but not for you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's that's incredible. So, um, nothing public about when people will be able to know about all of this yet. Uh, the last thing, no idea. Probably next week. The other thing, uh, with in like. Probably two weeks. All right. Well, uh, we will continue to edit heavily until that <laughs> day. But uh, be aware, it's See, well, fu- the part it's- he didn't tell you though is now you have to go back and unedit everything. Yeah, right. once it's public, <laughs> somehow go back and take all the <laughs> get, edits. Get the out. raw copies, right? 
Um, it's really fucking cool. Is all we can tell you. It's really fucking cool, man. All right. Well, uh, it's good to have you back. We've got a big event coming up on Sunday night. Now, Aaron, you're going to have to remind me how we've handled picking the Rumbles in the past. Because if I were to tell you that a year ago feels like 17 years ago, I think you would understand. How have we done this in the past when it comes to picks? Well, I guess the question right now are are we haven't paid off bets. So as far as doing picks, like you know, we we've done picks. No, we're not we've doing we're not doing a, we're not well, come on. We, we Okay, we, then, we, yeah, no, I, I that's what I'm just making sure then we've never done it this way before. Here's what I will say. No, let's I, do it normally, I, but when it comes to the rumbles, in addition to let's say you know, let's kind of talk talk through it and who are the possibilities? Because I feel like a lot of us are going to be on the same page to no, one or no, two. No, 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 that's – Jesus, haven't, thank you, thank you for nothing. Haven't we in the past nothing. picked like three surprise yeah, – Yeah, I believe, I believe the number surprises. is five. We're not doing it for points. We're just doing it for oh, credit. Oh, okay, then yes. Then let's throw out like – we're doing – yes, no, we, we, we want to be able to brag. We throw out surprises. The, the point of all of this is for AJ to be able to hop on Twitter on Sunday night and said, I told you, a-holes – that the gobbledygooker was going to be in the rumble on Sunday night, the and you didn't, you didn't believe me. <laughs> and so, you know, I, that's five surprises, five non-main roster or non-close enough to the main roster people that we think could be in the Royal Rumble. Do we include NXT in that? Yeah, let's just say yeah. NXT, except for the super, super obvious people. Like you can't pick Tommaso Ciampa. Why not? I want to pick Tommaso Ciampa. That's who I want to pick. Well, wouldn't that be the obvious? Isn't that who Aaron's uh, talking about? Well, no. I mean, I was talking mainly about Rhea, but but how do you? What's the okay? Rhea is off the table. Tommaso Ciampa <laughs> is off the table for some reason. That's uh, it. I don't know. Whatever. Everybody else is available. Well, All what's right. the difference like, between Rhea and Champa? I like how we're, we're, we're nitty-gritting these rules. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> Just get to the picks. I got to edit something else out in a minute. I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm sure in a minute I'm going to have to edit something else out of this show. So let's just get to the damn picks. All right? You should edit yourself out of the show. I, oh! I wish I could be mad at you. I wish that I could be mad at you. I cannot be. Ah, all right. Here we go. Um, there are a couple matches that aren't Royal Rumble matches that are on the, the docket. Uh, we begin right now with the um, uh, women's tag match, Asuka and Charlotte versus Nia and Shayna. Uh, and we do uh, should be, will be. AJ, we start with you. I think, honestly, um, I don't know. Whoever loses this match is going to start a feud between themselves afterwards. Um, I think that the whole play is for down the road, uh, um, Lacey Evans to screw Charlotte and Oscar, and that's why they lose the tag team titles. It could be Sunday. Um, but I think that'll be further down the road. Cause I think the ultimate, I mean, I, I hope that the ultimate plan is we get Oscar Charlotte again at WrestleMania because the first one was just a classic and you know, got to run it back. So, I've heard that we gonna run it back. We gonna we gonna run it back. Something like that. Yeah, we are gonna run it back. So uh, uh, I'm gonna pick should and will Oscar and Charlotte. Um, I yikes! I look should to me is it it should I you know guys how I know feel know how I feel about this. I don't think that um the 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 ta- women's tag division 
should be used, should be where you find your women's champion. I've never felt that way. I don't believe in that. Like, I want more involvement. I want there to be more storylines, the whole deal. So should, to me, would be Nia and Shannon, just to get it off of Asuka and, and, and get on with whatever you're going to do there. Will, I probably agree that it, it will end up being um, Asuka and Charlotte to continue to further that to wherever it's going. I'm with you, Glenn. It, it should be Nia and Shannon. Like, this wasn't built at all because both of them were doing their own things individually. So it's kind of ridiculous that we're doing this right now. So it should be Nia and Shayna. Um, I'm a little torn on who it will be. I'm going to say it will be Nia and Shayna simply because I think we might be getting Asuka and Charlotte before WrestleMania simply because I, I think there's another p- potential plan in place for WrestleMania, and I could see Charlotte winning at Elimination Chamber or whatever. So I, sa- I will say, should end will, Nia and Shayna. I, I got to agree with, I think, you know, I'm going to throw out the should because <laughs> I don't give a shit about the should. But I think Will is uh, Asuka and Charlotte. Um, although I do think, it, do we know, can, is, is Ric Flair on the no contact list? Is, is he allowed to be... I, I think he's you, on the no mean, contact Rand, list. What do you mean? Randy Orton punted him in the head? Well... And then beat him with a chair in the dark with <laughs> All these things happened. That's, I mean, come on, AJ had night vision goggles. He absolutely saw that happen. I, I, like, I was trying to figure out, like, where all this is going, which I know is um, my problem for trying to make it logical. But I was thinking, like, there is something to be said about if Ric Flair and Lacey Evans are trying to do something and Oscar hits Ric Flair, that that would make Charlotte defend him in a, in a weird way. But, you know, I, I think it's just, I don't, here, here's, here's what I think they told us about this match. Cause I was actually laughing during raw when someone was having a solo match. I think it was during Charlotte's match. And they said, well, as you know, they're going to be defending their titles, but right now, and I'm like, do we know that? <laughs> like, when did the, when was they that haven't happen? mentioned that once since the right, last? Right, and they didn't announce who the opponents were either. So I was like, well, who, who, what? <laughs> they were just like, yeah, I'm defending my titles this weekend. I'm like, okay, um, so that's to me all you need to know about this match. Like, they're not losing. There's nothing put into this. Um, I, I, I think they're I think they're winning, and and it'll happen at the next pay-per-view or I something. Tend, I tend to agree. All right. Um, not, not putting anything into it doesn't mean they're not going. Like, oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's just as likely as they realized, oh, crap, we need to get the belts off of them. All right. Next for the uh, Universal Championship last man standing match, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. I'll start. Shouldn't will Roman Reigns. I, look, I, I, I love Kevin Owens. I wish that I thought that was a route they were willing to go. But, look, the answer is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yeah, I mean, this isn't a what's going to happen. It's how it happens. You know, does, you know, we had speculated before, does Adam Pierce make a swerve, make Reigns even more heelish? Do we get somebody else involved? Um, Especially now that we've gotten to this point. Um, But should and will absolutely Roman Reigns. So right now, is it me? Yes. So right now, what? Reigns has essentially Apollo Crews and Jey Uso and his little crew now, right? I think there's a question on Apollo, but yes, he's at least associated with him. I mean, the guy with three people is the one that's going to win the match. <laughs> so I say should and will Roman Reigns. 
honestly, um, like should and will Roman Reigns, but like you know, I'm a Kevin Owens mark, and the fact that they keep doing the match, like yeah, it like makes me wonder. It genuinely makes me wonder, and it's a match. It's a last man standing match where, you know, if they wanted to give the belt to Kevin Owens for him to just to drop it again at, at you know, Elimination Chamber or Fastlane or whatever the hell, they they could. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think Roman keeps the belt until at least WrestleMania. So I'm picking sure and will Roman Reigns. All right. That was quick. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else is there to say? The WWE Championship is at stake as Drew McIntyre and Bill Goldberg do business. Aaron. Well, should should obviously be Drew McIntyre because you have Goldberg win the title for the third time in four years, and that's a problem. However, you know, I, I said it a few weeks ago. If this is just about getting Goldberg a match, I, I don't quite know why it's in... A, uh, a title match here. Um, you know, you could have just had him face literally anybody and be, you know, come out, entrance, spear, jackhammer, win. Um, the the Miz does factor in a little bit here. I, as far as we will, again, I, I can't help thinking, oh my God, why are they doing this? And the answer is to whether or not he walks out with it. I, I could see him winning it and then Miz cashing in, but I think Goldberg could absolutely get the win here. Doesn't that make Miz a face, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> if if Gold, all right, all right, hang on, we'll get we'll to, get to to, it. to me, yes, but to them, I don't know. I mean, all right, whatever, Brandon. <laughs> I mean, I think I think the answer to your question is because there's no people, they could, you, you know, if, if there were people, absolutely, it would. But they have. I mean, they haven't been really. Per- All right, never mind. I don't, right, I don't want to go ahead. Make a pick. Make a pick. I I, I think th- th- this feels something's afoot here. I I don't know what it is. Um, I it, it could be the Miz thing. It could be you know some kind of big swerve with the Rumble of why they want Goldberg to 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 have the title here. I legitimately don't know who will win this match. Um, I, I this does not feel obvious to me either way, which is. The one positive that comes out of it, right? I think obviously Drew McIntyre should win. I'm with Aaron. I think Goldberg's winning. I, I really do. I, I I think the more that I've seen that that again, that doesn't mean he'll leave with it. I think there's enough other things in play with the Rumble and with the Miz that I could see him winning. AJ, <clears throat> um, obviously Drew McIntyre should win this match. That goes without saying, but I um, I think Bill Goldberg's gonna win, man. <laughs> I didn't think I didn't think Goldberg was gonna beat Kevin Owens. I didn't think Goldberg was going to beat Brock Lesnar. I didn't think Goldberg was gonna beat the Fiend. I'm tired of learning lessons the hard way. Yeah, I I think that Goldberg's gonna beat Drew McIntyre if he beat the Fiend. And who's hotter than the Fiend right now? Fiend's not even on TV, and he got somebody else hot. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And Goldberg beat him. I think Goldberg's going to beat Drew McIntyre, man. Uh, I think Drew McIntyre should win the match. I think Bill Goldberg's winning the match. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know what else there is to say. I think Bill Goldberg's winning the match. Now, where you're going, I don't know. And part of the, that's part of the reason why it is that I think Bill Goldberg's winning. Um, I, I don't know if this is to somehow get back to Brock Lesnar again. 
yeah. I, I, I have no idea exactly what you're doing, but the fact that we have no kind of pointed direction or even... Does anybody feel like they really have a hint for a Drew McIntyre WrestleMania opponent? Shame is, that's me, it. Yeah, I mean, you could say Keith Lee if you want to go dark horse here, but as far as the people in play, unless we, like we talked about last week, Brock Lesnar, um, yeah. Or Sheamus. Which, which, by the way, having Bill Goldberg win doesn't mean that Drew McIntyre doesn't still end up being in the main event of WrestleMania. I, think, I mean, honestly, you know who I think are Drew McIntyre's... If, if Drew wins this match, I think that his WrestleMania opponent is The Miz. I think that The Miz pulls an edge and cashes in on Drew McIntyre after Elimination Chamber. And that's how you set up the match for WrestleMania. And then you get a rematch. You run it. Well, I don't know. This is a title match at Mania. I'm all for it. Right. I don't know if you heard, but WWE doesn't run it back. They don't run it back. I don't know if you've heard. <laughs> um, no, but it wouldn't be a run back because Miz would just cash in on him at the end of the Elimination Chamber. Right. But but then, how, I mean, like, he's the champion. What is, how does Drew McIntyre get back into the picture at that point? Because he just lost the belt to the but Miz. But they, they don't do rematches. <laughs> They don't do that. Yeah, okay. They we'll never see. do it. It's I not. No, if you've anymore. heard, there's we'll no see. more rematches. AJ. We'll see. We'll see. One time all year, we're superstars yeah, right. from hey, one show. The women's tag team title match again this year. I don't know. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I have another question. Yeah. This is kind of. This is like totally crazy, right? But like, let's say. So when you know that you have a guy with the briefcase, and you know, forget who any of the performers are, but if you see on the card that you have a normal match and then you have a last man standing match, what match do you think that guy would be more likely to go after? I'm the telling people you, in the normal match or the people in the last man standing match who could both fall off of something and then the person could come in, insert them in the match, and both of the people get counted to 10. I, I don't know if you've heard, but the spear and the claymore kick are the most powerful things in wrestling. Even more powerful than fifty chair shots and tables going through and going off of the stage. All all of these things are facts. I'm not really sure why you would debate them. But do, but do you know what I'm saying? Like I know that we're because it's Roman Reigns. Like we're kind of not thinking about that. But if you just thought if you're the guy and you have the title shot that you can insert yourself into a match. Wouldn't you insert yourself into a match after Kevin Owens, you know, or Roman Reigns spears well, Kevin Owens Brent, off of that's, the that's Thunderdome on, that's, into a bunch of shit? They're on SmackDown. The Miz is on Raw. <laughs> the briefcase can and do I'm whatever not, they want, I'm not right? sure if you've heard, but there's only one time, <laughs> one time all year where Raw and SmackDown may interact. So it's going to be a no for me, dog. I'm just so sorry. <laughs> just not going to be happening. All right, let's get to the Rumble matches. Uh, we'll begin. Let's start with the men's Rumble this time. I think we normally start with the women's. So let's start with the men's Royal Rumble this time. Uh, as of right now, we know 17 of the 30 competitors in the men's Royal Rumble. We know Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, Randy Orton, Otis, The Miz, Jay Uso, Cesaro, Jeff Hardy, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura, Big E, John Morrison, Sheamus, Mustafa Ali and Edge are who we know. So what we're picking is who's winning. Do we pick who who's who's the final one that they're eliminating, Aaron? Do we do that? Is we that... haven't, but it doesn't mean we can't. We're doing that now. We're doing that now because we prepared. We spent all night preparing for this. We're we're good. 
and uh, five potential surprise entrants. Brandon, you're scheduled to go first. Are you prepared to go first? So we have to do our winner, who they will eliminate last, and the... I tell you what, we'll do winners and who they eliminate last, and then we'll go through with surprise entrance, all right? So everybody do their winner and who they eliminate last, and then we'll do the surprise entrance after that, okay? Okay, Daniel Bryan is my winner, and I think he eliminates last Nakamura. Um, that's definitely not going to happen. Um, <laughs> no, if it, I would love if Daniel Bryan eliminated Nakamura in the final two. I think that would be fantastic. But I honestly think that um, The Fiend wins the Royal Rumble. I think The Fiend comes out 30, and I think he just runs through everybody that's still left in the ring. And I think the last person he eliminates in that process is Randy Orton. And I think to get the heat on Randy Orton before that, and Randy Orton comes out at like 28 or 29 and eliminates Edge after Edge has been in there forever. And you get Edge and Randy Orton to settle their feud at WrestleMania. And then you get Roman Reigns versus The Fiend at WrestleMania. Again, just doesn't make sense to me because The Fiend is on Raw (laughs) and Roman Reigns is on... You've been pretty consistent with that. You've, You've believed that for some time. Um... I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan as well, and I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan eliminating, of course, Jay Uso to oh, yeah. finish the Rumble. Uh, I'm going with Daniel Bryan as well. What, uh, what, 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 what is happening? Why is everybody thinking Daniel Bryan? Like Because they've sold us on the, he's never won the Royal Rumble. We all think he might be about to retire. This is this is but his. But everything that he's ever done, his entire thing that he's had since he's been putting other people over. Correct. Yeah, that, that's and, exactly and he's going why to put, I think this goes the other way. Well, and he, I think I think he's going to put Roman over at Mania. Not that Roman needs to be put. I was going to say, blood. is anybody more? Imagine <laughs> but, I mean, putting Roman Reigns over. He can win the Rumble and lose the match. Yeah, I guess. Um, and I will say, just because you need you want the heel there, I'll go with the eliminate Randy Orton last. All right, very good. Now our surprises. We want to go one at a time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, AJ, you would be up first. Give me your first potential male surprise. Um, I honestly think John Cena is going to find his way into this. Um, That's a good one. Well, I think cross one I off think my list. Be, I think I think him being a part of uh, the like WrestleMania callout thing, uh, the video they did, which was fantastic. Um, I think that was like an Easter egg. I think Cena is going to be back in the Rumble, and I don't think he'll be back until like a month before Mania, and then he'll have some spotlight match at Mania, which he very well deserves. Um, he was on my list, so um, I, I'll just I'll just scratch him off and try to come up with another one on the fly. The next one on my list was a pretty obvious one to me. It just feels like it's been a while, and the Royal Rumble is always a lovely time for Kane to show up. I know he's a busy man. Yikes. I know he's somebody that has a lot of things to do, but Kane at the Royal Rumble just sort of makes sense to me. Kane will be on my surprise list. Uh, I'll go down to NXT for my surprise. Uh, I think he's been the plan has been to call him up for a while, so we will see uh, Damian Priest at the Royal Rumble. Yep, I think yeah. so too. That's he was also my on my list, but I I want to do this one now because I can sing it. So I think we're gonna see Will. It's the big show. We've seen, we've seen a good bit of him of late. That would make a lot of sense. That would make a lot of sense. All right, you want to do the snake style? Uh, Brandon, you want to go again? 
sure. So I think uh, I, this this wouldn't count if we were doing it for points because we're not. I'm just going to say it. I think Braun obviously comes back for the Rumble. Yeah, he's I, not, that doesn't count. Yeah, he's on the main roster. Well, it's kind of bizarre that he's been gone, right? Uh, I mean, it's weird that he's been gone, but yeah, I hear you. But he, he still doesn't count. <laughs> okay. okay, so Seth Rollins doesn't count either. No. Um. <laughs> okay. Then I will say I think that. So wait, who on NXT counts? Who doesn't? We already said it's. We just for some reason put Champa and Rhea Ripley. So you can count just anybody. The two, else. Those two are the only two. Yes, I don't know. It's why we did it that way, but it's what we did. Okay. Fuck it. I'll say that we will see Wade Barrett. Oh, that was my I like that. In the Royal Rumble. I like that a lot. Ooh, I do like Wade Barrett in the Royal Rumble. Aaron? I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Yeah, that's that's where I was going next. Wait, you're next. What am I, What are we doing here? No, you're next. He did Snake We're Order. We're doing Snake Order. Oh, Snake Order. Right, yes. okay. Um. Well, since we went through a few of my picks, I'll just say because I want to see him and because he is popping up all around wrestling and stuff, Gangrel is going to be in the Royal Rumble. This I, year. I mean, that would make you very happy. I know that for exactly. Sure. Um, I don't know who he is, but I put this on my list because I happen to know that the superstar spectacle was this week. Mm. And I watched it, half of it. Oh, there morning. you go. It would make yeah. some sense to try to get some rub, particularly in India. And so something I, I don't I don't want to sound offense. Someone named Indishare teamed with uh, Drew McIntyre. I don't know Indishare. A- AJ, do you know Indishare? Yeah, Rinku and Sarab, they're good guys. Okay, um, very good. They're, That's they're actually, actually, Glenn. You know them. My, it's the tag team. They're actually in my uh, they're in my uh, class in the PC too. Mm. Glenn, you you know who that is? They're a tag team. But have have I seen them? Yes, they've been on NXT. Remember Malcolm Bivens was their manager? Oh, that's who that is? Well, then I'm yeah, picking somebody yeah. else from the Superstar Spectacle because um, I, honest to God, thought Indishare was one man. I'm not kidding about this. <laughs> I thought there was a guy named Indishare. I'm uh, not kidding uh, that about that. That giant guy is definitely going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, giant, um, I, I can't think of his giant name. Giant Zangier. Yeah, I'm taking him. He's on my list. Ah, there you, go. you can't have him. Giant Zangier. I think they want to get some rub uh, after that event. Uh, was it on me? Yes, you. Um, I'm not going to be sexist like you guys. I'm no, going no, 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 no. We do the women's rumble later. We're doing the men's rumble right now. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> if you want to pick a women, woman to be in, in the, the men's, men's rumble, rumble, you could do that. That is an option, yes. Uh, no. Um, I am going to this pick. Guy. Look at this hero over here. I'm not going to be sexist while you select <laughs> choices for the men's Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, yeah, because you guys, I thought we were doing both. No, uh, I wanted to go with the women's Royal Rumble last because we were making that the main event because I was the one who was not being sexist. <laughs> uh, does Brock Lesnar count? No. Yes, he does. What are you talking about? No way. Brock, does Brock Lesnar count? We all know he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. He's Brock (laughs) Lesnar. (laughs) Yeah, out of your mind, does Brock Lesnar count? Jesus. Might as well have said there are 18 confirmed entrants in the Royal Rumble, for Christ's sakes. All right, well then, (laughs) I'm going to pick. Come on, man. Get some that are a little off the wall. Aaron picked uh, Gangrel. It's a stupid guess. But let him do it. He says it's a stupid It's terrible. Guess. And actually, technically, AJ, you're supposed to pick two right now. This is how a snake draft works. Uh, oh, I've got a good one. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Godfather. 
Okay, I like that. That's a good answer. And, uh, you know, I follow X-Pac on Twitter, and he just did this big bit about how he went into get knee surgery today, and I think it might be a work. Oh, oh, Twitter. I like that. That's good. I like that a lot. Very nice. So hopefully X-Pac is shooting the work. If not, get real better. Get better soon. You know what I'm saying? No, no doubt. But All right. if it's a work and X-Pac comes out, I think I'll lose my mind. All right. So, uh, by the way, my my this one, I know you guys are going to think this is crazy. All right. But just stay with me here. What if we found out that the American, oh, I guess he's not American. Is he American? What if we found out that the musician... Bad Bunny, who's performing at the Royal Rumble, also so happens to be a huge professional wrestling fan. What if we found that out somehow? And if that's the case, wouldn't they love getting the attention that would come with the with the musician Bad Bunny being in the Royal Rumble? It's going to be crazy. Name one Bad Bunny song. I don't now. know one. Not one. <laughs> You got Madita Provesa. I know. I do know a song. He does that song. No, you know, I do know a Bad Bunny song. Booker T. Booker T. (laughs) Bad Bunny is my pick. Um, Okay, we've been talking about clearing the table for a huge match at WrestleMania for whether it's Drew McIntyre or Goldberg. And there's only one person who is the best wrestler on the planet, who is the biggest star on the planet. Pat McAfee is winning the Rumble. Son of a oh, bitch. Jesus He's definitely going to be in it, right? Bitch. I didn't even think about it. God damn it. That's a great pick. Wait, yeah. so go, so Brock Lesnar doesn't count, but Pat McAfee does? Well, I mean, he's on NXT. He's not on the main roster. We said oh the only God. thing we put from the main roster was... He's been in two main events in the last three I'm, months. I'm on NXT. I'm very aware. Unreal. We made it count, man. I don't make the rules. I'm not. Look, Adam Pierce is the one who said there's one list over here and there's one list over there. And frankly, we should never execute Adam Pierce no matter what. Twitter, you guys are great. Brandon, two picks. All right. So my first selection is for the audience of one, and it is a musical choice. So I'm just going to play the music, and this is who I think is going to be in the Royal Rumble. Here comes the money. Nice. Son of a bitch. Dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar. Yep, that's a good pick. That's just for you, Glenn. That's a good pick. That's a really good pick, man. I'm not going to lie. It's a really good pick. All right, make another one. Okay, my other pick is going to be... I'm I'm very well prepared for this. Yes, clearly. I got to go back to my list that I made before the show. And I'm going to say Gilberg. <laughs> I love that. I would make Gilberg me, comes it'd out. It'd be great. He, just because he's awesome. He definitely said he couldn't have any physical contact. <laughs> he, he doesn't have to have physical contact, I guess. I don't know. All right, uh, Aaron. Um, I'll, I'll go back to kind of more serious here. He's probably going to be in it because they should push him a little bit, give him more spotlight. Uh, Santos Escobar. Good pick. Good pick. Like that. Uh, my next pick, I don't know if we've learned anything more since the last conversation we had about him, Aaron, but I'll put Jay White on my list. Um, do we know okay. m- Do we know any more about his status? No more about his status. Right. They're still probably kayfabing it, but it's still the same sort well, of thing. Just in case, I'll put it on there. Jay White is my next pick. AJ, your final two picks. 
All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down to NXT, and I'm gonna pick uh, Johnny Gargano. Okay. And uh, I am also going to pick Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas, good pick. Makes sense. The two of them. All right, now. Uh, my final pick. Now, this one's a little bit uh, kind of off the radar, right? Because this is somebody who's who's been around for a little while, but who we really haven't seen at all. Um, I'm going to go with uh, former NFL player AJ Francis. That'd be great, Frank. <laughs> as my final pick for a surprise entrant to the Royal Rumble. That would be what great. a fucking surprise that would be, right? <laughs> Let me go check. Let me go check my app to see if I'm booked Sunday. <laughs> nope. Oh, <laughs> that's a real bummer. All right. Uh, that wasn't really my fifth pick, by the way. Um, oh, only, be, only because you feel like the biggest it, dick ever when he comes. No, no, no. Out. It would have been my fifth pick if AJ hadn't just told me he wasn't going to be in the Rumble. Could be kayfabe, bro. That's true. I could also get booked Saturday. That's true. It could happen. No, no. I had somebody. He's not booked. He's just going to run up and steal a number. Yeah. Right. You would never tell us for a second. He's he's he's, he's going to do what everybody else does. He's going to beat AJ Styles, and once he beats AJ Styles, <laughs> he's in the Royal Rumble. Um, my fifth pick is Conor McGregor. Is my fifth pick. Yeah, uh, that's a good one. Fresh off getting his ass knocked the f out uh, this past week. Uh, where does he exactly go from here? He wants another fight with Dustin Poirier. And look, I mean, he can always go back. I'm just going to put Conor McGregor there because it would be great for everybody involved. Conor McGregor is my fifth pick. Aaron, okay. yeah, that's how this goes. Yeah, yeah. okay, I it's couldn't remember which way we were it's going a, at this my point. My God, oh, it's I'm, a I'm snake draft. Boa. Boa. Boa's a good pick. Boa's a good pick. And I, I get the last pick, right? Yes. Because I have, to la- I have the last pick, I have to say, fuck all three of you for not picking the final pick. And my final pick is going straight to the moon, oh, baby. Wow. Good pick. Cameron Grimes. Reigning jobber of the year, Cameron Grimes. All right, very good. Now, Women's Royal Rumble. Um, Again, we will do who's winning and who is the final eliminated. And I am up first. And, oh, this is weird. I think the winner, uh, you're going to tell me this doesn't count as a surprise, aren't you? It's not a surprise. You're picking the winner. I know, but the winner would also be on the surprise list. Oh, Ronda? No, Ronda Ronda doesn't count as a surprise. No chance. Okay, okay. And, so who's and, your person? And you're going to tell me at the same time that Becky Lynch doesn't count either. Fuck no. no. If Ronda doesn't count, um, she definitely doesn't count. Well, I, I don't know. One, I don't know if you know this. One of them like, left. Uh, fine. But I think Becky Lynch is winning the Royal Rumble. Um, I, I've convinced myself of that for some insane reason that Becky Lynch is showing up and winning the Royal Rumble. And so Becky Lynch is my pick, and I will have her last eliminating Bailey. Aaron. Yes, Aaron goes next. For some reason, Aaron has forgotten how we do the show. Yeah, you know, we're, we're going back and forth. No, we're not going back and forth. It's always been AJ, me, right. you, Brandon. So the, fi- the, the final two to me are going to be Rhea Ripley and Bianca Belair. Those are the final two. I can't decide who's going to win. I'm going to go with Rhea, but it could very easily be Bianca. I mean, mine is a musical selection. I'm on my own. Yeah, Bianca eliminates Bailey and wins the Royal Rumble. Um, you know, my pick 
has been Bianca for months now. Um, I think Bianca's going to win the Royal Rumble. And I think the last person in with her will be Trish Stratus, who is a surprise. That's cool. We will give that that. to you as a surprise. All right, uh, Aaron, you in this snake draft have the first pick of surprise female entrance. Um, okay, I'm going to go just because I, I don't think they got enough out of her in the last Rumble as far as her abilities, and they're pushing her now. Casey Catanzaro. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Brandon. AJ Lee. Ooh. It's time. Ooh, it Let's is, do it. It is time. I like that. Uh, AJ, are you claiming Trish is your first surprise? Correct. So I get the uh, the snake, and b- because Aaron already kind of stole my thunder, we need to talk about how fucking amazing Zia Lee has looked. Oh, yeah. Holy mm-hmm. shit. They should build a goddamn statue of Zia Lee. She looks incredible. Um, so Zia Lee was on my list already. And I don't know what they said her new name was, but I will go with Priscilla Kelly as my uh, next surprise. I know, I like, was she already on 205 Live, or is she going to be on 205 Live? She's on the tournament. She's right. in the tournament. Um, Tag team tournament. Whatever, whatever it is, I could just see sort of trying to needle a little bit as something that, that would they would get pleasure in, so I will go with Priscilla Kelly. Or, I'm sorry, I don't know what her new name is as my second pick. Um, for my second pick... I am going to NXT, and I'm going with the NXT Women's Champion, Io Shirai. Mm, I know you're a big fan. I know you, uh, you've you enjoyed her work over the years. Yes, 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 yes. Give me Io versus Bianca every night forever. Well, I mean, I don't know that who's complaining about that exactly. I don't know who that would be. Um, uh, on to uh, Brand- or, yeah, Brandon. No, it's you after AJ, no, right? No, it's a snake no, snake. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I am going to go, so we, we, hmm, which one will I say first? I will say this one first. We've seen a little bit of her in the past couple weeks for, for like, a tiny little glimpse. I think Melina will be in it. All right. That Uh, was my next pick, so very good pick there. Aaron? Um, I'm going to go with Raquel Gonzalez. They seem to be determined to push her as one of these stars of stars in uh, NXT, so I think this is the spot for her. And since you took Melina, I will take Tori Wilson. Oh, I've heard of her. I'm familiar with Aaron, uh, AJ. Have you ever heard of Tori? I met her. Okay, all right, very cool. <laughs> uh, Brandon, Eva Marie. Oh, <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> yeah, I'm mad because it's a great pick. It's a it's a tremendous <laughs> pick. pick. It's as good as Shane McMahon was. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! All right, uh, AJ. Uh, Shotzi Blackheart. That makes, oh, that's a, for sure makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Uh, my next two picks, uh, I'll go with Mercedes Martinez first. And then my second pick, uh, did we even, re- like, I, I mean, we didn't spend any time talking about her. Of course, my second pick is the great Alicia Fox. <laughs> Glenn, have you had any inter- interactions? No, nope, never. Alicia I've Fox? never. I've never met her. Never. Never. Uh, I'm a fan. I enjoy her work, but never. Are you the man beast? Greatest moment of my life was seeing AJ's face after she said that because he knew that my life had just been made. He knew in that moment. <laughs> True. I was, in fact, I was like within hours of a child, like my second child mind being you, born. Mind you, that night. Uh, we hunt, we went to Roman Reigns' birthday party and hung out with him and our truth. And yet, the highlight of the night for Glenn 
Blues, Alicia Fox will for eternally Mantis. forever be the case. There will never be anything <laughs> that will ever be able to match it in my fucking life. How could it possibly be? I was literally like at that moment waiting on a call to have to go to the hospital for the birth of my second child. And I was ready to throw the phone away at that point and just say, the hell's the point of going to a hospital? I've, I've already had the seminal moment of my life. That's the way it goes. Uh, AJ, you're next. Um, I think after her performance last year, there's no way that Beth Phoenix doesn't go my member a Rumble again. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes yep. a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense. Brandon? I'm going to say... Do I want to pick? Fuck it. Uh, yes, Scarlet. Ooh, Ooh that is good a good pick. pick. That is a good pick. That's a good pick. All right, uh, Aaron, your final two picks. Last, yep. Uh, no one said her yet, so I'll just take Candace because I think Candace is going to be in the Rumble. And then only because a few days ago, someone went through and liked all of my tweets, which there weren't very many about this person from years ago. I am going to say Rosa Mendez. That's nice. so random. Why? So, who Very went, random. Who went through and liked all of your tweets? I have no idea. Just some rando like, did. Got like five likes from somebody about Rosa. Me- like we we had her on the show one time. Yeah, I remember that. Like, yeah, I had mentioned her. I guess other times she was just on, and I was commenting on Raw, and I was like, "Oh look, five likes and Rosa Mendez." So I was like a Rosa Mendez fan. Super. Very weird. weird. That's super weird. All right. Uh, Brandon, you finish up. So. This one is going to be my big guess of the picks, just because I don't think we know where she is or what her deal is. I'm going to say Tessa Blanchard. Uh, we don't know, do we, Aaron? I mean, she is a free agent right now. Yeah, okay. So that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, AJ? You guys are all idiots. Nick, Nikki Bella. I mean, sure, Nikki Bella makes a lot of mm-hmm. sense. But I'm going to give you one that I think would get, I mean, I, damn it, there's no crowd. Oh, it would be such a great pop. I'm going to close my list with Zelina Vega will be the Ooh. final on my That would be a pop. I would pop. What a pop yep. that would be if Zelina Vega was a surprise engine in the Women's Royal Rumble. So there you go. Of course, I did not write any of this down, so Brian Powell will need you to report back to me what we just said <laughs> because that's the way that goes. All right, uh, AJ, is there anything else that uh, you want to say that I have to delete out later? Uh, no, I'll just say follow me on all social media at AJ Francis 410. Uh, go stream Run It Back. It's on all major platforms Google, uh, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Grinder. Um, it's uh, hope, shout out the Chiefs. Hope they win the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, everything's going pretty, <laughs> everything's going pretty, pretty well. So, That's awesome, you know, man. That's awesome. I'll see, you, I'll see you guys very soon. All right, buddy. I appreciate it. There goes the main event. Band. 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 I still think he has one in him. We are so glad to have our next guest back on the show. He is one of our absolute favorites, and he's a part of Fight Forever, which is coming up this weekend, 24 hours straight, to benefit indie wrestlers who are out of work right now and and need a little bit of help. And it's a great thing that GCW is doing. We've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks. You can pitch in at Indiegogo. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. But I am so happy about this. Aaron, the name 
of this particular block of Fight Forever. You told me about it a little bit while ago. It's the most perfect thing I've ever heard. The name of the block is... Effie's Big Gay Block. Of course it is. Of course. <laughs> That's what this part of the show is called. Joining us now, he's Effie, and we love him so much. Effie, what's up, brother? Hello. Uh, I'm having so much fun this week. I've gotten to talk about Fight Forever a lot. I do want to highlight something that's exciting is not only am I getting the Big Gay Block at 10 a.m. and running two hours of wrestling, immediately following my show, right at noon, is Alley Cat's Hot Girl Shit. Oh, so, so perfect. We're going to have this beautiful mesh of me throwing matches together, her throwing matches together, her all-female, me a mix of everybody, but just having this four-hour block of like a year ago, we probably couldn't have pulled the same thing off. You know what I mean? Or like two years ago. We've been working at it for a minute, though. Dude, it's so awesome that we're here and that we can just do this and celebrate it. I, I need to know, though, because like we're not th this show is not a video show, but right? I'm seeing you <laughs> on video right now. And I really need you to describe to me the room that you are in because it looks purely magical. So I wanted to make sure that when I was doing any kind of interviews and Zoom calls that there was an, a background that people could vibe at a later time, but they wouldn't really pay much attention to. Nope, I'm paying all so, of my attention yeah, to it, Effie. Yeah, me I'm too. paying all this of my the, attention. This is the BDSM dungeon from Logan Square. It's under, it's like <laughs> underground at Logan Square near where freelance wrestling and AAW film uh and I found this image online. So really, I'm in my dungeon in Atlanta, but I've got a Chicago dungeon it's as the background. So perfect! It's so <laughs> perfect for you. Oh I, my I god! As soon as you came on, I started going like, "All right, what's this? What's this? What's this?" <laughs> it's like, "Where's Waldo?" Only it's Effie. <laughs> yeah, we want the extra, the extra find it uh, after the fact. You know, for a Little second, for I was like, "We can do this game of how do you use this for sex? How do you use this for professional wrestling? Like that, every single item in that room, I feel like could be used in many different ways." It, I got to a really fun point in my career where I would get to these shows and I would be with wrestlers who I maybe didn't know that well, and they would start calling things for the match that were gayer than what I was even capable of. <laughs> and I was like, you guys, like, you can't do all the hard work for me. And so really, at this point, it's been like keeping up with everybody and making sure I'm like on the cusp of the edge, I guess. But that's like when I look at my block, I was talking to somebody about it the other day. I'm trying to highlight all these really good LGBTQ pro wrestlers. And then I usually put myself in a match where I can make myself kind of look like an idiot and have a lot of plunder and items and silliness and crazy. Uh, because I, I, I don't, you know, my name's already slapped on the front of the damn thing. Let's let's give the uh, the real shine back to the people. So I can I can tell you, you're going to get an Effie match Saturday. It's probably going to be fucking ridiculous because the rest of the matches are such good wrestling that I don't want to even try to encroach. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Aaron, can we promise, uh, Brandon, that we do more plunder on this show? Can we have more Absolutely. plunder as part of what we're doing? I would appreciate I, that. I think the the weekly plunder needs to be a new segment. That's a really good idea. You've got to look out for new plunders and new things. <laughs> Listen, if there's plunder there, you're always going to have more fun than if there's no plunder. That's I mean, bad. you can get through a match with no plunder, but the moment they say, well, we've got some plunder... Boy, we're going to get into some weird shit then. I feel like you've already answered the question, what we, should we expect from Effie's big gay block? I feel like we can just cross that question off the list. And you know what? If I'm being honest, I feel like I already knew anyway. If I'm being but Here's truthful. the hot scoop. And this is what people have to understand because, like, 
I opened up an email when I was originally doing Effie's Big Gay Brunch, which I think was just Effie's Big Gay Brunch at gmail.com. And I asked a lot of LGBTQ talent to message me and I got a lot of response and I got a lot of them to end up being featured on a show in the middle of a pandemic. And in that case, after the speaking out movement, after going through COVID, after having all of this, I'll be honest with everyone, my booking style has been very lazy in the sense of, <laughs> I want to know you, I want to trust you, I want to make uh, sure I'm not going to have to worry about you. Yeah. I want to make sure like, oh yeah, that's my buddy, I know what they can do, I know their background, they're a trustworthy person. And so as we've expanded this some, um, uh, it's been difficult because I feel like I'm taking onto my back like this ultimate representation where I want to make sure everyone gets in. I want to put new faces up and we're doing a lot of that here, but I also want to send the message out of like, so far I've had one block at the collective and I've had one block at the 24 hour show. These are incredible stepping stones, but it's not going to help anybody if I just throw 35 wrestlers into a two hour block and go, look at how many of us there are right. versus taking that time to say, hey, let's give these people 15 or 20 minutes to show a real match, to have what they want to have, and not rush everything through in five-minute segments just to say we got everybody on. The time will come, folks. Mr. Biden is you know, sticking everybody with vaccines. I'm going to have a hot boy summer. We're going to go to a phone party. I have a real positive outlook for where this is going. I want to but- have Effie's 2021. I want a <laughs> hot boy summer. It's fun. But stick with me. Listen, if you're not booked right now, it don't mean shit, baby, because we've got so much big stuff coming. Get through this with me and celebrate those that we have been able That's to put awesome. in the forefront. That's awesome. You mentioned Effie's Big Gay Brunch, and I think that of everything that we lost in 2020, that's like at the top of my list of things that I'm really bummed about. So I have two questions. First of all, should we have brunch during your block? Mm. You're coming up this weekend. And then secondly, just how, how bummed were you when that got canceled? Well, I, I think the frustrating part is like realizing what it could have been and seeing what we were able to do after the fact. Because the Tampa setup was pretty insane because the week before, I was going to be one of the grand marshals in the Tampa Gay Pride Parade. They were going to be announcing oh. this big event. Oh. They're going to be doing all this stuff to put the event over. We're going to have the big event in Tampa. We're going to have everything over. Uh, all the press, all the excitement. And with that came also, it's Effie's Big Gay Brunch. I already paid the caterer and got everything handled. We were going to have that brunch portion for the 150, 200 people who were coming in early. And of course it was uh, a gay catered brunch. So it was going to have everything you wanted and more. (laughs) And so to not be able to do that in a pandemic where it's just unsafe to have food service, to have meals to share. Yes, please in your home, have your own brunch, get wild, get drunk, drink a mimosa, get crazy. But it is frustrating that like, The speech I gave to everyone before the real big gay brunch that happened in the collective in Indiana, in this Coliseum building that is all concrete was, I hired you and booked you for a reason. Uh, Please be yourself. And also, this is the straightest building we've ever been in. This doesn't look gay at all. You have to take it to such an intense level so that people forget we're in a concrete structure and that we're just sitting around looking like the most heterosexual, uh, violent Coliseum building. And there's going to be blood sport here later. Please gay it up for me. (laughs) So great. Effie's with us. Fight Forever coming up this weekend with GCW. Effie, can I talk to you about that event? Because I I just don't know, and I apologize for not doing the research on it. Did you purposely want it to be in Indiana because, you know, this was the state that gave us Mike Pence, and this was the state that once upon a time (laughs) passed a law that kind of effed everybody over? Like, was it targeted that that's where you wanted this to be? Not even the tiniest amount, but I do want to say this. Historically, I have have a... um, 
I have a bit of a, a history of fucking with Republicans, uh, as you can probably guess. I'm stunned. And stunned to learn that, Effie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big, wild reach. Uh, the first twink gauntlet, the first gauntlet of twinks that we ever had, uh, Time Bomb Pro in North Dakota, 84% red voting North Dakota, uh, brought me in and they said, would well, you have any weird ideas or anything you want to do? I said, I want to hire as many young twink wrestlers, young, hairless, nice, you know, we're talking 20 to 25 year old guys here who are just shaved up and ready to go. I want to see how many of them it takes to kill me. So we had the first twink moment. <laughs> and it's beautiful because you're hearing this and you're going, oh, of course the gay boy did a twink gauntlet. But the story behind it was, look, I'm coming into this red place. The people are going to see blood matches all night. I get to give all these new kids shine. I get to give them the spot. You know, guys like Shane Black from the Pacific, uh, not from the Pacific Northwest, from the Midwest, from Minnesota, from these areas, guys like Devon Monroe, guys like, uh, I forgot some of their names, there were a lot of twinks. They all get to come out and have a shine and whoop my ass. And then at the end, Cody Rice comes out in a bear costume and taps me out because there wasn't a rule against a bear being in a twink gauntlet. And so the idea of like, Okay, so the first ever twink gauntlet that's ever happened happened in North Dakota. Well, of fucking course the gay brunch has to happen in Mike Pence's yes, fucking Indiana. Of course. And he canceled a trip that weekend to Indiana when he found out I was going to be there because I do, I, I'm going to be honest, I send him extremely harassing messages on Grindr all the time. <laughs> Whenever I see Mike Pence pop up on Grindr, I send him messages. I say, I say they're going to know. They're going to find out. I'm going to tell Lady G. I probably can't. I'm going to get sued again. It's, it's, Lin Christ. it's Lindsey Graham is Lady G. Everybody knows that. Oh, well, don't we all? Those NDAs are fierce, y'all. I didn't sign one, so I don't have to, you know, like cover anything. But I'm telling you, they have these boys sign some crazy NDAs up in Washington D.C. I'm gonna get it banned. makes you wild. I'm gonna get banned from Twitter again. That's gonna happen. Effie is with us on chopping out. God, this is my favorite thing. Every time we do this, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Aaron or Brandon. You can jump back in. It's, um, I'm sorry. So speaking speaking of legal messages and things, you you tweeted last. Last week and it brought back a, a memory that I remember you had before the uh, what would have been that first gay brunch about how you would uh, uh, take out and kill homophobes in the street. And you mentioned last week that something <laughs> came from that. Can, can oh my god! That? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm about to go fight AJ Gray. I think in Paradigm Wrestling in like Indiana, of course, because Indiana is the fucking harvest central of the pandemic. <laughs> work rate they're just like come on in wear a mask maybe uh and i get a call from brett with gcw and he goes uh he goes the detective is about to call you and i go what and he goes the detective is gonna call you and so this detective calls me i probably shouldn't say too much i'm just gonna say it uh there had been threats against my life made. They said they were going to come shoot me at my live event in the chest. They said they were going to come bomb the event. They said they were going to track me down and kill all these gay people. And the detective that spoke to me said all of this to me. And I was like, well, you know, I'm sorry if I incited anything. And matter of fact goes, well, everything you said was through the lens of a character. So it's not a real statement that you legally made. And I go... Oh, well, that's perfect. I'm so glad that I'm not a real person. And statements I make are not the problem. But when they make statements about me, girl, a, that is a problem. It's a problem. Exactly right. They were tracking this motherfucker down. With the event not happening, things cooled it. But they were like, we're going to be, you know, checking the event and doing all this. And I was like, of course, me being a dick to try to get controversial clickbait articles to pick up. He said he was going to kill someone. 
It got more than clickbait. They were going to try to kill me. But I thought, how cool would it be if I came out in Tampa? It's Saturday morning and I've got my rainbow Roman Reigns vest on. Just Superman punching all the homophobes through Tampa. It would be incredible. So perfect. It's so perfect. It's so perfect. But apparently now you have permission to say whatever you want because it's just a character. Uh, you know, I'm testing the waters on that. I want to see where some of these court cases go. And, uh, but so far, like, it seems like I can say pretty much anything because it's through the lens of a character. I, you know, we'll test it out. I did make, I did make derogatory, uh, inflammatory statements about Mike Pence earlier as a character. And yeah, correct. That was Effie who was saying those things. Yeah. The correction, I actually have him banned on Grindr because he he tried to poke (laughs) me too many times on there. You'll know what I'm talking about. He's out of office now. What's he gonna do? Yeah. Get him in, I mean, they're suing. They're suing Rudy Giuliani. It's all over, pal. I don't know <laughs> what we can do that's better than that. I legitimately don't know. All right, let, let's have um. What this means, fight forever as a whole, beyond just Effie's big gay block. But for there to be an event like this, you can speak to what every every worker has been through over the course of the last year. Um, how important is this? Um, how cool is it that everybody's coming together to make this happen? I think we're sort of on the cusp of something and everybody was excited yesterday with the whole WWE deal. They're going to be on Peacock. They got so many people coming in and everything and it's going to be mainstream now. And to me, it sort of is, is a bigger picture of, all right, we are definitely at a crossroads when Vince has to start selling out his distribution and passing that on to somebody else. And when cable is down and down and down, and when we are seeing that with this fight forever stream, people are willing to step up and sponsor the wrestling. They want to see people are willing to step up and be a part of things. And when they start to see how, you know, affordable it is, it it is unfortunate that I have to tuck my tail and people think I'm a billionaire, but the truth is I'm not a billionaire. Uh, when people find out how affordable it is to sponsor professional wrestling and see how much joy that brings people and how much exposure they get for their businesses and what they have, what we are learning is that this old model of, well, you've got to be a part of the big company to get the views from this and this. When we go out and show people what we're able to do, we're getting more distribution because of that. We're getting more participation because of that. And there's less barrier of entry for people to come watch wrestling anymore where you used to need these things like cable. You used to need a television set. You used to need an antenna. Everybody's got a cell phone now. Like it, it's there's there's no barrier to get to what we are doing. And when I look at the big companies and the decisions they're making, to a lot of people it looks strong. I could be completely wrong. But to me, it says nobody really knows what they're doing. There's a lot of spaghetti being thrown at the walls. And this isn't just a wrestling thing. This is a digital content thing. And I don't have the exact answer yet, but I know in the avenues we've been moving towards, we have been able to make it work. And with 24 full hours of wrestling, that is a lot of wrestlers. And we have raised a lot of money. We've got even bigger goals than what we've done so far. But just from the sponsorships, this isn't even like, hey, the show is starting, throw in $5 if you want, if you're watching. This is just sponsorships coming through to want to be a part of it. They're already over $26,000, $27,000. And I hope by the end of this, what we're looking at, and everybody's going, well, what's the pay deal? And I go, well, share the fucking link. The pay deal is we're all splitting it. Effie is splitting the same thing as the guy with 20 matches who's coming in and getting a shine spot. We are all taking a little bit of an even keel here. It'll be a really big paycheck for some people. Some people are coming in and taking it down a little bit to work with us because we all realize right now what we're looking at by the end of 2021 into 2022 is 
We're not going to have much roster left if things work at the way they're working. We have to start incentivizing and reaching out in independent wrestling to show people that this is a viable thing on its own and not just a stepping stone. Because when we treat it like a stepping stone and when we let ourselves get treated like stepping stones as companies, as promoters, as people who are putting on shows, we're going to get hit in the end. So we have to put that shine back on wrestling. And part of that is reaching out to these people who we've we're, we're okay with saying, okay, well, you can pay for a stream, you can pay for this, but we don't always want to tuck our tail enough to go okay uh maybe we should reach for outside help maybe these people know what they're doing better than we do when it comes to this particular thing maybe we can reach to somebody to help us with our public relations maybe we can reach out to do this and what you find is people are wrestling fans to their core and people who haven't been involved in wrestling for years they hear about the opportunity and they know that this is i mean this isn't just on a national scale this is a global audience that will be watching on saturday they're going to be seen by a lot more people wrestling expands itself by participating in this there's a lot of great podcasts stepping up a lot of great uh photographers things like that stepping up i think it's just a bigger notion of wrestling can be this group event it can be this sort of like socialize everyone can participate everyone is welcome to come in here you all have a role you are not all here to be a part of the match and be the guest referee but when everybody steps up to the right place we're going to win in the end and this is a big show for wrestlers to raise money for wrestlers we are splitting that money for wrestlers i'm one of the wrestlers but i'm also a guy who steps in and goes I'm going to spend my money where I need to extra here to make sure I put the show on for the people that counts, to make sure the sponsors get what they need, and to make sure professional wrestling after this is in a really strong place. Because it clearly is on the independent level, or we wouldn't be losing roster members across our board every week. But the second problem is we have to make these kids enough money to where they go, okay, well, they offered me this much, but I did that much on my own. When we can make those money amounts be a little bit similar, it's going to be a harder decision, and there's going to be a lot more freedom within our art form. Because what this comes down to is, I want people to get paid to make the wrestling and art that they want to make. And what we have found is when you present that to people and give them the opportunity to come see it, guess what? They enjoy it too. They just didn't know it was there. Any more effies? That was long. I'm sorry. No, that was an incredible answer, man. Yeah, like it's that was I'm blown away. Really powerful, and it speaks to what we need. I, and and I think that that you are clearly like the representative of that. Like you're what we get when someone can just go be creative and do something that isn't what everybody else is doing. And like that is when you call it art. That's exactly what we want as fans. And I'm not knocking anything that we get, right? No, no, no. We're, no, we're a fan of all professional wrestling. The position wrestling. I found myself in and the position I will stand in and what I have to do now is when I started stepping into wrestling as a grown adult, yeah. okay, I came in and had my first match when I was 24 years old. I had at that point two years of business management experience under my belt. I had my... Uh, band experience. I'd been with touring bands. I'd been with small bands. I'd gone through college. I'd gotten a public relations degree. And I spent my 20s getting good at business. I ran a two and a half million dollar moving company. And when I would walk into these situations, I wouldn't keep my mouth shut because when I see bad business, I call bad business out. That's how I operate. I'm not coming into this to go, oh, well, that's nice. And that's this. I'm going, why is that this way? And why is it bad? Yeah. And what you find out as you start talking is most of the people who are doing these terrible things business-wise and terrible things promoting-wise, they just don't know what they're doing and no one else would speak up because nobody wants to feel stupid by saying, is this, are you sure you're doing the right thing here? And and nobody wants to question things and nobody wants to act up and, and create a new path. And it's like, if I can be that loud motherfucker in the way and take most of the heat for you, but also open that avenue, let's go, baby, because I ain't scared of shit. That's awesome, man. God, that's awesome. How close do you think we are to your vision? How? 
how how close to what? Like how close to to your vision of independent wrestling are we? Like obviously it's taken big steps lately. How close do you think we are? Um, I think we're a good three or four years away from this, like from the real thing. I mean, there's a few of us here, but I even talk to guys now who are, you would consider, you know, top of the Indies, top of this. And we are still making so many mistakes. Uh, even guys who are signed to TV labels, I talk to them and I hear about some of the stuff they're doing. And what I'm understanding is we still, as a business are operating in a very petty high school manner at all levels. We are holding grudges against people. We are gaslighting people in a business setting. We are taking when people succeed and benefits our entire company and our show, and we are using that against them at later times. It's embarrassing, but nobody else is going to, to speak up and deal with this in the way that I'm gonna do it because I'm just a loudmouth bitch who can't shut the fuck up. That's what I've learned. and. <laughs> As I talk to more people and see more people, I see the reasoning for what they're doing. And it makes me even more motivated to get in front of this and go like, yo, like, I'm sorry, that was the only decision you had that you could pay, uh, get enough money to pay for your family. But like, we've got options now. And I think right now, you know what? Go sign a one-year contract somewhere. Do it. Have fun. Figure it out. See it for yourself. Because I can tell you, but you're going to go, well, that he's never even worked for WWE. He's never even done this. He's not, I don't care. Go do it, signing your contract. But if you're signing for more than a year right now and not ready to fly the coop when that time is up, you're a fool. And I promise you, there are guys who are working at these companies right now who you can't name and can't say, and you see them on TV all the time, who are going, I'm just waiting for that contract to go up. And I'm not re-signing if it's a million dollars because my soul is being eaten inside of here. We're being treated a particular way and there's gotta be something better to do with this. We have a skill and we have been shoehorned into thinking there's one particular way to utilize this skill to get a payday. And the company knows that. All the companies know that. And so all they've done is driven everybody's price down a little more, a little more. Let me have a little more of your creativity. Let me have a little more here. Yeah. And those fucking paydays are still, they look gigantic, but percentage based, my God, percentage based, you can't touch it. And they'll talk shit. They'll say, look, well, oh, if you can go make a hundred, couple hundred dollars and work in a high school gym. And you know what? I will. But I also will be reaching my fingers into about every other thing I can. Because if you think the money that is handed to me to just have a professional wrestling match is even any of this money, you're foolish. And we have to look to that because you're going to have to put in the effort to have all these different little income sources that come from your skill as a professional wrestler. It's possible. God damn, we need to write this in like a constitution, man. Like, Jesus. Uh, listen, I've been trying to hire a scribe. I would feel like you the... just listened to an audio book. Right. Like, oh my how my boyfriend yelled at me yesterday. He yelled at me. He goes, he goes, it is unacceptable that you have not turned your seminar into downloadable videos no and just doubt. let people take it. And I was no like, doubt. no joke. I, I need someone here to organize my brain because. I can go and go and go, but the second I have to actually write things down physically, I, I'm done. Yeah, I and I go and I in my head I'm going, Well, I already said it. And it's like, yeah, but you have to put it to permanence. But I think <laughs> I just got one of these uh uh it looks like one of the teacher pull down things, but it's a green screen. So I think we're gonna be rolling on this. And I want all people to get it. I uh, my goal in the end of this is to make thirty trillion dollars in professional wrestling and then do online courses for people and teach them about the basics of life through professional wrestling because it's all there. Your economics, your live events, your payroll, your taxes, your, I mean, everything is built into the world of professional wrestling and I can teach people through it, but I gotta, I gotta probably get remedicated. 
<laughs> All right, let's get plugs in. Um, obviously, the GCW YouTube page will be the place to watch um, Fight Forever this weekend, starting Friday at 8 o'clock and then running for 24 hours for Fight Forever. You can go there to watch it, and the link will be up the Indiegogo. Effie, what can we plug for you? Social media, website, everything, T-shirts, everything. So every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, there's a three-hour professional wrestling show full of independent wrestling hosted by Effie on Twitch. And you can watch that at twitch.tv slash Effie Lives. It is uh, called Monday Not Raw because we believe in wearing protection. We don't want to get too raw. But the action does get a little raw. And, you know, occasionally I do have a drunk uh, boyfriend as a co-host, as we saw last night. It was a really fun time. And then Wednesdays at 4 p.m., I also watch wrestling on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lives. There's a lot of other stuff on Twitch. It's going to be a good time. There's a lot of participation. Everywhere, though, I'm Effie Lives, E-F-F-Y-L-I-V-E-S. It's easy to find me. Twitter, Pro Wrestling Tees, Instagram, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. My LinkedIn is uh, popping these days. And if you're a former vice president, Grinder as well. You yeah, can. well, you know, I've, I've I've had to keep away those uh, those Republican fanboys. They they think they're slick. They always say it's mask for mask, but Lindsay, honey, there's nothing masculine going on here. What are we doing? Effie, we love you so much, dude. We are. I'm sorry, I'm wild. No, no, we are. We su- love it. We are such fans of yours, bro, and everything that you've done for this industry, man. It it truly means a lot. Thank you for hey, taking. We got a lot more to go, man. I, we can't wait to see it, bro. Thank you for taking the time for us again this week, dude. It means a lot. Bless you guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks to Effie. Appreciate him doing that. So, uh, boys, we can pull the curtain back here. We recorded this week's show on two separate days because I wanted to make sure that we didn't leave out the Wednesday night stuff. And, boy, we definitely could have left out the Wednesday night stuff. <laughs> not because, Not because the shows were inherently bad, just because they weren't all that significant, right? Like nothing, nothing. Look, uh, we'll they were start- both pretty good, to be honest. Like, uh, good matches, nothing terrible, just kind of not, but like, you good, know, but good matches. Yeah, nothing from, big happened. Right. For matches sake. And I would say that I, I thought the NXT, again, the NXT matches were better than the AEW matches were. Um, you know, I, I thought the, the main event on NXT was phenomenal. I thought it was outstanding. And I guess you could argue the main event on AEW was really good, too. I, I also really liked the Jungle Boy uh, Dax match. Yeah, you know what? That one was really good. I'll give you that one. That one was really good. I guess... Dude, a decision of the century in giving Jungle Boy that theme. Yeah, that's oh, clearly yeah. working. Wonderful. Yeah, that's clearly working as crowds are chanting along with it. Um, I think the big storyline is the worst of the night on Wednesday night. And that is, of course, that we are... Getting definition that there will be some sort of Cody Rhodes, Shaquille O'Neal something in March, which is obviously dreadful and awful and right on par with everything else that Cody Rhodes has done. So, you know, that's it's, it's about what you would expect. I, I, I got I got a message from somebody. I don't know if they want me to, to share who it was, but somebody that's very connected with pro wrestling who messaged me um after watching uh, the Cody Rhodes thing last night and said, uh, I, let me quote it, uh, Cody is so fucking weak. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I, I understand that like, what they're referring to is this is the insecure human that needs to constantly try to make himself seem more important. And Why do I feel like I know who sent you that? Um... You might know who sent me that. You might. I, I don't. I don't know. You might. 
Uh, gauging on previous conversations. Um. Yeah. Okay. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. That's the person. Um, okay. I, it, it's 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 staggering to me that it's still not so visible to everybody. But like, and I guess that they'll still try to make the argument that this is relevant for the company and it's good for business or whatever you want to say it mm-hmm. is. It's it's not. No one gives like. There is nothing between Shaq and Cody Rhodes. Shaq and the Big Show was kind of interesting, right? Because it was two Giant guys that are seven Giants. fucking foot. There's something interesting about that. It's still not good, but you at first acknowledge this was who the Big Show was at that point in his career. And so it you kind of accept that. Plus, like, if they had done that, I mean, they, they kind of teased it and then they didn't do it. But had they done it, it wouldn't have been the focal part of the show either. Uh, that's also true. And also Shaquille O'Neal was nearly a decade younger. Yes. There's nothing interesting about Shaquille O'Neal and Cody Rhodes. Nothing. Zero. And I get that, like, they might say, well, we tried. We knew that, and we tried to make it more compelling by doing this thing with Jade and and Brandy Rhodes. And, you know, we kind of got screwed in the process, and so now we're forcing, we're force-feeding Red Velvet into it. I, I, like, the, but, but all that makes it worse. Like, I feel like if you were just going to do a circus sideshow thing with Shaq and Cody Rhodes, like it's, it's terrible. But you can you make it even worse by trying to complicate it by well, putting un- all unless this shit unless on. they have big plans for Jade and Red Velvet, which I can't see. But if if but they I would, do have big plans for those two, yeah. putting the spotlight isn't the worst thing. But I just don't see yeah, that. Yeah, but I would argue that they just deserve a spotlight. Like, I think that yeah, this is the wrong spotlight. Yeah, if like, if. if if we assume that if we separate some of the, the negative feelings that you might have about decisions that AEW has made, and you just take everything at face value, you would say it would it would seem as though they believe Jade is a star. And based on her look, she should be a star, right? Like she looks like someone who should be an unbelievably compelling figure. I don't know enough about Jade Cargill, the worker, to tell right. you if she can be that person, but her she has the look of someone who should be a superstar. So if that's what they think this is, is this is really about Jade Cargill, like, I hear the argument, but they should just say, let's fucking strap something to Jade Cargill and have a women's division for a change. So I I have a fear about that. My fear would be that she can't work, and that's why you haven't seen her work. Um, I, I understand, but we haven't seen any women work. Like, I don't know, but I mean, they have some women's matches. And if you're spending all of this time with this person, the fact that she hasn't done one match kind of concerns uh, me that you don't think she can. First of all, I don't know. Maybe she has had matches on Dark. I don't know. I don't watch Dark, right? So I can't can't speak to that part of it. Um, What I would say is if they know she can, the same argument that can, can be made for they want it to be more of a spectacle when she does. But, I mean, I hear you. I hear you in being concerned about it. And what I can assure you is that this isn't the best way to do it. There's just no world in which if you think someone is a superstar, let them go be a superstar as a professional wrestler, not as being sort of a sideshow. And that's what this is, is a sideshow. It's not interesting. It's not compelling. Um, I, I, I get... I. There is some small argument for Shaquille O'Neal is relevant enough 
with certain people and is on the same network that maybe you can draw a few eyeballs that way, but there's nothing here. It's not interesting. It's, te- you know, it's, 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 it's as bad as we think it is. And there's no way for it to be any good when we finally get there outside of it just being a Jade Carville, Cargill versus Red Velvet match. And if that's what it is, just do that. Just, just tell us that compelling story and let that ma- – there's no way that Cody Rhodes and Shaquille O'Neal can be compelling or interesting. It's impossible. It's just bad. Can, can I do the thing for a quick second? What? The thing where I want to know what people – these people that watch this show and only the oh, show or yeah. love this show the most right. would say if WWE signed a fitness model who first tried out in – April or March of 2019 and hasn't had one match and was doing this. I just Googled it. Zero matches. That ain't fucking great. Like, I mean, like, like, like it ain't fucking in this great. conversation, like inside of a, a women's conversation. That is the thing that those people would say WWE, like WWE is the one with all the cool, good wrestlers. Right. Well, <laughs> like, they actually have a women's division. Unlike AEW, right, it has no right, women's right. division. <laughs> Um, it's pretty fucking inexcusable, man. Like, there's there's no way around. This is all bad. Like, and by the way, again, I when I look at Jade Cargill, I see someone who should be a superstar. But if she hasn't had a single fucking match, man, I yeah, I don't even have the words. And the first time she's touched a ring in a tryout was two that March of 2019. I mean, there's no getting around this. This is now. Look again, her look is undeniable, right? Like, of course, she she. For, for all we know, I guess maybe they're, you know, she's training and she's actually good and they just want to reveal her like that, but I, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I, you know, I'm trying not to be... It's a, it's a huge red flag to me. Well, and it's within something that's already a red flag to begin with, which is, this is... Keep in mind that people people thought Ronda Rousey couldn't wrestle. Like, when, when you saw her wrestle, there were people who would make the argument that she wasn't a very good wrestler. Well, which we so all knew. how good could this girl possibly be? <laughs> I mean, I probably not very good. I mean, I, it's, it's what it is, man. Look. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. Um, it's all bad. I, I can't. I can't come up with anything. It's all bad. Everything about. Oh, oh this I, is bad. I, I can come up with a good. What? At least this is you know keeping Cody away from other people. Like he can't bury anybody else in the process. You. Yeah, I, like, like that's like, the, that's the like good. Y- your argument is understood, but at the same time, this is getting attention when other things could. So oh, I. I so he I'm, is I'm still just trying to silver, I'm silver lining it. I'm not saying yeah. it's good. It's and 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 to Brandon's point, the entire thing speaks more to the if this was WWE, everybody would be losing their minds. But we've just decided that because it's AEW, we're not going to do that. We're going to pretend like everything is amazing, even when it isn't. And it's 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 infuriating. This isn't amazing, and it and it, it also does to the the person that messaged me. It speaks to a bigger like the the issues. The only argument for as bad as the Cody Rhodes character was over the last year, and by far the worst character in wrestling, the only thing that I would constantly come back to is there is a possibility that within the company, somebody, and that only really the only option would be Tony Khan, but whoever else has Tony Khan's ear, convinced themselves that they had to poison the well because they absolutely had to create their version of John Cena, and for some reason... They thought that Cody Rhodes had to be that guy, which if that's true, and again, that's the only justifiable explanation for how bad this has been. 
if that's true, should infuriate everyone who didn't like WWE, should say, why would you try to be the exact same thing we told you we didn't like, but nobody wants to have. That's an adult conversation that we're not ready for, apparently. Um, but beyond, a step beyond that, I've always thought that it came more off as Cody Rhodes and his ego as someone who believes he should be a megastar having the ear of Tony Khan and letting that be the case. And to the, the, the person that messaged me this last night, I think this speaks to that. Well, if we're going to do something to get a rub, I have to be the one who does it, despite the fact that there is no fucking Shaquille O'Neal Cody Rhodes story. There's nothing. It's not interesting. There's no reason why these people... Glenn, you're, Glenn, you're wrong. He threw water on Thank him. you. Um, there's no <laughs> reason why these people should dislike each other. There's no reason why... Co- there's no reason why Shaquille O'Neal should know that Cody Rhodes exists. I, I mean that with all due respect. There is nothing that says that these people should even have an interaction with each other. Well, other than you could make the argument if you were really, you know, stretching in kayfabe that the show leads into or leads out of, right, the, that, you know, that's the best the NBA. That's the best you can do for acknowledging well, someone's existence. And, and, and if you want to, if you want to take it a step further, you know, this is who's who's always the first guy on. If this is TNT, this is all because of TNT. This is happening because of TNT. This is happening because of network. This is happening because of. But one of the reasons how much this more work? is because of all these shows TNT wants to That's connect. Fine. TNT probably knows Cody the best. I understand that, but you had to do that work at some point if you wanted oh, this yes. to be interesting. Yes. At some point, you needed to have Shaquille O'Neal on Twitter. Who the F is this Cody Rhodes guy that they keep shoving down my face? Now, the problem with that is it would be acknowledging the fact that Cody Rhodes is a terrible character and is a heel, and you don't want that in any of this. So you couldn't have Shaquille O'Neal do that. So instead, you just have nothing nothing you're doing it for the sake of doing it which is the worst thing that you do in professional wrestling so bad and it speaks to cody rhodes personal ego and why this has become personal to me that the thing that made everybody decide that they were going to love cody rhodes was he was the one that gave us AEW. so hell even even if he's not really our guy or even if we don't think he's the best worker or whatever, we just love Cody Rhodes that much. And it's gone a different... It, this is personal to me. You have hijacked a professional wrestling company for yourself. By the way, there's another, there's another step further we have to take this, which is that whether it's A, the, what you laid out with Tony Khan, or B what you laid out with Cody Rhodes, either way, he's not that guy. No, we've he always is not always capable of being that guy. I'm sorry. Like, no, and like that's like, and that's not a knock on like I think Cody Rhodes is relevant. I think he can yes. be, you know, uh but but he's not. No, he's not a mega superstar, you know, so insanely good looking. Like we're gonna watch the like other a, company fall into this too with a couple of people. Like we we can kind of tell, right? And whether they're capable of doing it or not is is an is an argument, but this is a this is just it's well, I mean, the if, thing. If your point that is that do. this is the same, it's the same thing that WWE is doing with Drew McIntyre. That's fine. Correct. But like again, for for two points, one for the most part, people seem to like Drew McIntyre. While it got stale for a minute, and I, you know, it was terrible how they they made bad decisions in getting there. 
it it has worked, right? Like people well, really. No, I'm, I'm saying with like the main street. Here's here's the difference. Here's and this is the part, this is the thing no one's going to want to hear, but it's going to be true for the rest of time, and it's never going to change. The reason that that shit will kind of work, no matter who you do on the other side, they can shove him onto you know the NFL pre-show and things. And right. while we would say if Cody Rhodes would go on the NBA show, people would be like, "Who the fuck is this?" You could make the equal argument that if those guys go on an NFL pre-show, they'd say, who the fuck is this? Guess yes. what the difference is? The uh, brand. They have the WWE, the WWE name. Yes. That's correct. And that's never going to well, change, by the way. Well, and it's also uniquely... I, I, will, I will add one more thing in. Any human being that looks like Drew McIntyre that walks out onto a set is going to get more attention. Like, sure. You, well, no, you, you're right about the look is different. The yes, look is different too. Though, though, though you could say that the Rhodes name does have some mainstream appeal as well. <sighs> I don't think they can make the connection. Yeah, I think I that's, think that's so. a real stretch, man. I, well, I'm, I'm just saying Drew McIntyre has no mainstream appeal. I agree with that. He looks any, good if you trotted him out, and yes, that's the but it's not like any, anyone would know who Drew McIntyre is if you Drew, walked around. You could put Drew McIntyre. My, my point is if you have the WWE yes, title and, and the WWE title. And that's fine, but I would also, you can put Drew McIntyre in any talk show anywhere, and the first thing that someone can say is, wow, look at you, and start a conversation just with any human being that looks like Drew McIntyre. And I'm not trying to say that means that every superstar has to look like Drew McIntyre, has to have the same look. But to, to compare that to Cody, Cody could walk in and it's you look you don't look like that. You just don't. I, you're not immediately interesting because of your look. You have to tell me why this person is interesting. I, I can't just have that person walk into a room and immediately think that's an interesting person. Um, now you say, oh, he's a professional wrestler. Okay, that's interesting. His father was a professional wrestler. I guess that. Wh where have I heard of you from? That that appeal isn't there for the common person, whereas Co Drew McIntyre can walk in any room. Now, all of this being said, all of it, I get that I am also biased and that I dislike Cody Rhodes so much at this point that I don't know what he could do. And I've said this a few, like the, the well is so poisoned that I'm not sure, I just want him to go away. I want him to disappear for some time so that I can recalibrate my Cody Rhodes thing. Because at this point, nothing that Cody Rhodes does is going to be something that I'm going to be interested in because it's so bad and has been so bad for so long. I don't want your existence. And it has impacted negatively how I feel about the rest of your company because of it. I, I think it's got to be a you disappear for six months. When you come back, we can reconsider how I feel about you. Um, and, and we can re-go about our business and, and where you stand within this company and what it is that you're trying to do. So I can at least acknowledge my bias in the process, but that doesn't change the fact that there is nothing about this that's interesting or salvageable or that anyone has asked for in any way. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we kind of said it there. Okay, then anything else that we want to talk about from Wednesday nights? Uh, not for Wednesday. Did we want to talk about Peacock at all? Oh yeah, I guess we didn't talk about that earlier. That's fine. We can discuss it. Um, I mean, like it—it it only comes off as good news for good news for consumers for sure, right? And like, for WWE, you're—you can get all of the same content that you had for five dollars less per month. Um, plus the office, plus all that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I—that I, it just seems like a massive win. Um, I, I don't—I don't know what else there is to say now. I. I guess we have to see what what I, I think there is like where is this because they did not just pay two billion dollars or a billion dollars two hundred million a year for what the WWE network is providing right now 
because the WWE Network does not provide two hundred million dollars a year right now, um, especially well, ju- not for just not for just the U.S. But it's what they could. Well, and, and exactly. Well, and that that's going to lead me to my question: Does NXT become Peacock exclusive? Does you know things like that? Especially once we, you know, going back to NBC Sports Network kind of shutting down, sports are going to move on to USA. We've already known that NXT was in a tenuous position. What's that going to mean for kind of the landscape? Yeah, I mean, that's that's totally possible that it happens that way. It also, I, like, keep in mind, the $5 version of Peacock includes advertising. So this also might yeah. be about them trying yes. to open up an ad, like a more vehicle for selling better advertising. And, and that's, you know, like I said, it, it does it right now, but is it as much as anything just trying to get as many as big numbers as they can early on, which yeah, I mean, is a reasonable I, thing. I, I think that's totally possible. I also think we always know there could be a future tiered system of of a peacock. Like there could be a future tiered system of WWE Network. Like right now, it might be it's five dollars a month, but within a year, it could be. By the way, it's five dollars a month, but like if you want the pay per views. That's going to cost you $20 a month, right? Like, we all know that there are going to be options like that moving forward. And that all of, the, all of these media companies are still struggling with the serving two masters at the same time thing. Like, this has been really bad for them that we can't all just agree that we're cutting the cord at this moment. That, like, they're still trying to figure out television and digital at the same time. And while you can say, hey, that's great opportunity, and it's been wonderful for as far as content is concerned, right? Like... Boy, have we never had as much content at our hands in our lives as we have right now. It's still been a struggle for every single one of these media companies that's trying to figure out how to make both things work at once. Mm-hmm. And for them, like, it really would be better if we just all got to the point where television didn't exist anymore and, and streaming was the way that we did content because then they could understand how to compete. Like, it would make competition easier for them than trying to figure out two things at once and serve two masters. If you're Peacock, if you're NBC... Is the next thing you're trying to get the Sunday ticket? Is that the next thing on your list is we want to be the place where all the NFL games uh, can be found? It would make a lot of sense if that's what you're trying to get. But is that what ESPN is trying to get? Is that like it's there's so many things that are out there Uh, right now at the moment. Big win. Will it always stay that way? No idea. Could not could not possibly tell you. No clue. But by the way, also included in that. And the reason this interests me, because I know this exists kind of now, but because Peacock is owned by Comcast, which owns, you know, however many cable subscribers. There is a channel as part of this. I don't know if they're going to put it on. Right now, it's just on Peacock. But it did mention there's going to be like a programmed channel. And I know that you kind of have that now with like whatever the live stream is on WWE Network. But there's a lot more they can do with it than WWE could have. So I, I, you gotta explain that to me. So, so basically, you're saying all if you have the Xfinity. So this is specifically for Xfinity cable subscribers. Well, no, no, no. Well, I'm just I'm saying the possibility could be out there because of what they own that. But currently, it's it's on Peacock, just like it's on the network. Like if you go on the network, right? Something's live. Right? Go yeah, to like no, whatever's on now, right. right? And it streams stuff like that's that's uh, programmed for you, so you don't have to pick stuff. It's just it's like a channel kind of. Well, this is going to be migrated to Peacock as well. But the way in the press release, the way it was laid out, they called it a channel. And and I know that they just mean the thing that we have the already, portal, but it's on there. Will, right, yeah. but, but because of what they are, 
there's more they could potentially do with that. Yeah, that we don't know. right. There, there is, except for the fact that we just don't know, like if 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 cable is going to live for that. Uh, yeah, I was going to say that the channel is like the least interesting right. thing yeah. about it. Yeah, that's... Well, no, I'm saying mon- monetarily, like because like for now, cable is definitely going to live for the next. What what's this deal for? Five years. Five years. Cable's around for five years for sure. Sure, like no question about it. Right. So is the, is I mean because like I don't know if you guys have Xfinity, but like for, for people like me who have Xfinity, this is going to be built in just like Peacock already is. So I can right. just pick the shit out of my box. I don't have to open another thing. Right. You don't have to go to your fire stick or whatever other people have. To do exactly. In to be able it's to built it, into the right. box, which is, I, I think is kind of a game right. changer. Well, but that's, but that's for specifically for Xfinity subscribers for everybody else. That's, well, that's a know. shitload of people. <laughs> it's, it is um, regionally, regionally. Yes. Correct. And, and like, how many of these, how many of the other ones? Cause like, okay, what do you guys have? Uh, I have direct TV. Cox. Okay. So of the people that you guys have those two services is Hulu built in is no, nothing, um, nothing is built in for me. So like my mine, literally everything, they right, have Netflix, I, they have Hulu, right. they have Peacock, they have and Amazon I, and I, and they I think have all I, this stuff built into the box. I, I think more of that will be coming in future years, like yes. with, with other places. But I, I also think that that like making plans around cable right now or decisions based on cable seems to be kind of foolish when we all kind of know well, okay, it's i think it speaks to what you were just saying though they're serving multiple masters this is just a little part right, of right like the obviously the bigger part of the deal is the live events yes that's right? that's the part that's the one that's the big winner the idea but that that's you... but that's where they air you know what i'm saying like the channels where they air so um so there is something to be said about what they do with it or where they put it or where it can be streamed or where it can be monetized you know Okay, all right. I mean, I, I hear you. We'll, we'll see what that ends up looking at. Apparently, ESPN's mad that they did a deal with Peacock instead of with them, so they don't. ESPN doesn't want to have anything to do with WWE anymore. We'll see if they can get that worked out. I don't really know how significant that is. It's not like, you know, ESPN was airing some old WWE stuff and would do some web promotion and occasionally do some on-air promotion for WWE. Yeah, I mean, if you have a choice between Peacock and ESPN, that's not really a choice. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know about that, but like, depends on what the numbers were. Right? Well, right. <laughs> like, well, yeah, ES- are, well, ESPN's right. numbers are a joke. I mean, if you go, if you're, if you're using their plus numbers, that's nothing. Peacock has like 22 million subscribers or something. Right, but some of those are just calling subscribers because they're people that get it because they're Xfinity subscribers. Right, like, they, they include every well, Xfinity okay, subscriber. But the number is still a lot more than a million, which is what WWE had before. Well, there's no doubt about that. It's a greater, yeah, yeah. Like, it's well, a greater well, potential. Said, it's a huge win for WWE. Right. It's a greater potential audience. There's no doubt about that. All right, uh, anybody want to plug something, Aaron? I guess, I guess we'll start with you. Uh yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I want oh, you to set on. me up. I gotta for go. I gotta joke. go. What? Okay, what do I have to uh, say? I'll I'll, I'll see. check out Vison. Go. Oh, sorry. Did you see the WW or the, the Vince McMahon quote about the Royal Rumble? No. So somebody apparently asked Vince McMahon about surprises in the Rumble, how many surprises will there be and whatever, and he said the Royal Rumble is not about yesteryear, it's about our current stars. <laughs> yes. Hold on. So so that's the setup. <laughs> the joke is no, we save that for the title picture. Right, right. Not <laughs> oh, and, and, and based itself, on yeah. some of the tweets we've seen this week, it wouldn't surprise me to see both. Yep, <laughs> yep. No doubt about that. All right. Uh, All right. Vison, where do people find Vison, Aaron? Uh, Vison.com, iHeartMedia app. Uh, if you have Xfinity, you have an app on Xfinity. Uh, yeah. All right, very good. Brandon, do you want to plug something? 
I got nothing, man. I have a crazy ask you week. Every, I got nothing. Every week, just to ask us something fatty that you've eaten this week, and you can't even give us that. Jesus. What's wrong with you? Get on. Lock oh, that I down. Know, I know. I know. I know. Uh, just in time for Valentine's Day, you've got the uh, the heart cakes are out. The Little Debbie's heart cakes. Ah, go try yourself a Little Debbie's They come in cake. strawberry, vanilla, and chocolate, and we've had all three. Wow. You're really in on the Little Debbie's heart cakes. I didn't know you rolled so I didn't know you rolled so deep on the little Debbie's heart cakes. I'm trying to think of like what my go-to little Debbie's were. I mean, obviously, what's the God, it's been a the long Christmas time. The Christmas tree cakes are the greatest things oh, of all time. Good. But what am, you know what I'm trying to think of? The choc the swirly thing. What what was that? What's that called? The chocolate like thing that, that like it looks like a little pinwheel. Oh, Swiss roll. Swiss roll. Thank you. Jesus Christ. Why could I not think of a Swiss roll? The Swiss so, roll. This is, is the, basically a Swiss roll just shaped like a heart. Oh, well, that sounds amazing. It's I, you know what? You know what? Maybe I should have been yeah. more in on the, the, the heart rolls then over the years. Uh, yeah, go Gl- with the chocolate. Go with the chocolate. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me, of course, at AJ Francis 410 is where you check him at. And uh, thanks to Effie once again for joining us as well. For Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent, vent. Vent, vent, vent. AJ Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out.